about a year down the road, uh, you start uh, taking pictures. You get into photography. Just as kind of like a you know a thing to do when you're not like doing stand up, just like a, you want to explore uh, a different medium. Am I doing digital or analog? A uh, little bit of both, depending upon the project. You'll kind of bounce back and forth between like a nice DSLR, and then you like an older film one as well. But um, you start taking pictures of like sewer grates. That's your thing. You're compiling a book of photography called the the greatest greats, and it's uh it's a <laughs> visual tour through Austin via the sewer grates that made this city great. That's the subtitle of the book. Great greats. So you you're you're taking probably like four hundred pictures. The book's you're, out. No, no, you're compiling. I'm compiling it. the book. Yeah, you're okay. compiling it. You've taken like four hundred pictures. Uh, you you really you really like where it's heading. You're kind of like working your way across the city. And you're uh, you're on like Cesar Chavez, and you're you lean in, you know, like you've done hundreds of times before. You stare through the lens, right, and something kind of shines at the bottom of the grate, and you uh, you zoom in. You got a you got a big zoom lens, and you, when you zoom in, it goes oh. So you zoom in, and it goes oh. And when you zoom in, you see there's like a like a gold pendant at the bottom of this grate. Oh, day. Uh, yeah, it's like um, it's gold. It's what shape? A, it's a, it's a feather. Classic. It's the shape of a feather. It's brilliant gold. That's all. It's down there. I mean, there's probably like trash and stuff too. I would guess. Yeah, but nothing's moving. No, just you see, just a a beautiful, brilliant, shining gold paint. When I zoom in, it makes a noise. Yeah, the lens does. The lens makes the noise. Yeah, it goes. Ah. Oh. <laughs> Is that yeah. a one-time deal, or it just no, keeps that's doing one of the, that? No, that's one of the features on the lens. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. why I bought it now. Uh, yeah, it was on sale. So I zoom in, and I, there's the pendant down there. Yeah. All right. Man, I wonder. This is the Nikon moaning zoom lens. Yeah. All right. I take a picture of it. You snap it. And then uh, I get up, and I, I go back, and, and, and I'm... Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go buy a magnet. A magnet. <laughs> yeah. So you're like walking down Cesar Chavez, and uh, you cross uh, like underneath 35 to get to the other side of Cesar Chavez by the IHOP. Yeah, you're over there. I it's back to Hop now, right? Back to P. So, but at this time in the year, though, they actually have a new thing going on at IHOP. They're actually called IHOD now. And it's the International House of Dogs, and it's just they make hot dogs now. Phew, you know, but it, it also doesn't go very well. So you, you're walking along, and there's a store that just opened up. It's called the uh, the Magnet Store, and it's just like a tourist shop. It's got a bunch of like keep Austin weird magnets. Nice. All right, I walk in that store. You walk in the store. There's an old man. And glasses behind the counter. He goes, hey, uh, how can I help you? Welcome to the the magnet store. Hey, uh, so is, is it pretty much all just we got these little fridge magnets? Or do you guys have any more serious magnets for serious stuff? So when you ask him that, he uh, he turns around and there's a dimmer switch on the wall. He looks to his left and looks to his right. And then he turns the dimmer switch and you see like shades roll down. He pulls a lit cigarette out from underneath the cash register, takes a long drag off of it. He goes, that depends. Uh, 
What you need this magnet for? Treasure. It was treasure. Yeah. What kind of treasure? None of your business. <laughs> Takes another long drag off the cigarette. He goes, I respect a man of principle. He goes, what do you need? I need, uh, I got a, I got something down in a sewer. I'm trying to. Oh, sewer magnet. And yeah. he leads you to a section. He's looking around and he goes, here we go. And there's a section called sewer magnets. Perfect. And there's just like a, there's a long, there's one that's like two and a half feet long. It's, in a, it's like a collapsible rod. Uh, looks like it's narrow enough to fit through the, the sewer grate. It'll it'll reach, you think? Yeah. All right. Yeah, I'll buy that one. He goes, okay, it'll be eight seventy five. Perfect. Very reasonable price. Yeah. Do you carry cash normally or Yep. So you, you give him like a ten? Yeah. He gives you the change. Thank you, sir. He keeps a dollar of it though. He goes, That's a finder's fee. And uh, then he then he turns the lights back up. That's I've been to a magnet store before. I know the games you guys play and I respect them. All right, thank you. There you go. So you walk out of the magnet store. You walk back over to the the grate that you found the the pendant in. You look down. You see it's in there shining. It's just sitting on top, almost like it's calling out to you. Exactly. It sounds like a bird. All right. I get my magnet and I and I get it out there and I get I I'd see if it's if it'll uh, attach it to the magnet. So you you like um you go to like put the magnet down the sewer grate and you hover. Like the magnet right at the entrance of the grate. Uh, there's just like a very erotic element to the moment. And then you press through and it picks it up, pulls it up just fine. Nice. Then pull it up and I, I check it out. So you, you like reach for it. And when you touch it, uh, you have this. I don't know a better way. I don't know a better way to say it. You just feel like you're flying. I get it. You feel like you're soaring above uh, the city of Austin. You go to the UT Tower. You perch up top. You look out over the over the scenery, over over the the scenic view, and then you do like a nosedive. And at the last split second, you just catch an updraft, and you soar back up. You feel so free. And then you just kind of snap out of it. And you're holding that you're holding that pendant in your hand. Oh man! And I'm on the street. Yeah, you're on the street. All right, I put the pendant in my pocket. So you put the pen in your pocket. You uh, you finish photographing some greats. Head home. When you get home, uh, as soon as you walk in the door, your phone rings. <gasps> I answer the phone. Uh, so you, you said, "What do you say?" Like, hello, just hello. I go, uh, uh, "Hello." And they go, "Hey, uh, is this Andrew?" Yeah, that's my name. Andrew. Hey, it's your it's your boss, uh, Terry McKenzie. Hey Terry, how's it going? So Terry, Terry's your boss. Uh, you you've been working at a, a rec center lately, right? That's a good idea. You're working at a rec center. Uh, you just kind of wanted a, a just like uh, something to do on the side. Yeah. So you're like uh, you're like mopping floors and cleaning shitters and stuff. Love so it. So he's like, hey, we got a we got a swim meet that just popped up tomorrow. I need you to we need you to come in, pay overtime. Oh, very gracious of you. Thank you for that overtime. I'll be yeah. there. He goes, oh, great. So, all right, I'll see you. I'll see you there. Shouldn't be more than four hours or so. Goes, I'll even buy you lunch. Wow, thanks. What do you want? Where? What do you want? I'm buying. You you name it, I'll buy it. Ooh, let's go to Popeyes. What do you want for Popeyes? Uh, spicy chicken. All right. What kind of what what side do you want? You want sides? Fries. Okay. You ketchup man. I like the, there's a blackened ranch they have there. I like the oh, blackened ranch. He says, all right, you're, you're speaking my language. So 
you show up. He goes, uh, just come in a little early. It's coming at like two thirty tomorrow, and uh, we'll eat lunch and then do this the swim meet, and then we we'll out we'll be out of here by, you know, seven thirty at the latest probably. Cool. So you go the next day. Wearing the same pants. You're wearing the same pants. You go the next day. You sit down at Popeyes. He's got a whole spread there for you. He's got the fries, the black and ranch, spicy chicken. You take a bite of the chicken. I got to be honest with you, Andrew. It's the best meal you've ever had in your whole fucking life. (laughs) That sounds right. It's the perfect temperature. It's the perfect heat heat level. It's the, the ratio of crunch to juice is off the charts. The fries. Oh, man. The fries. It's almost like they were just deep fried and angel's blood it was just it was just perfect everything was perfect popeyes as usual popeyes as usual so you have this great dinner you're uh you're like all right you gotta just go kind of hang out and you're just gonna have to mop up because it's gonna be slippery so you're just gonna have to kind of be around with the mop so you're watching this uh this like diving competition it's like college age kids fucking boring as shit you know you don't really care you're just kind of hanging out thinking other shit uh and there's like there's two teams of kids, and they're they're just like doing this diving, and uh, there's what judges. are the teams? One of them is uh, from Terry Gunderson's School of Diving. Oh, there's diving schools. Yeah, Terry Gunderson was an Olympian for Croatia back in the 1970s. Okay, uh, he was known as the Croatian Rocket. Okay, and he was the only man to ever score a 105 they don't know how it ever happened but he scored like a perfect score plus five points oh okay but he uh, he got banned from the olympics because he was doping so he now has a school in the u.s terry gunderson's diving, diving school. school and who are they going up against they're jumps up, are they pretty good or? they're going up against uh they're called three kids in a van it's a non-profit <laughs> it's a non-profit it's three kids in a van they round up local kids and they teach them skills this this week they're doing diving diving skills yeah so they're they're kind of in over their head to be honest (laughs) terry gunnerson's really got their number and it's like all these people are there watching there's like parents and stuff and there's uh there's one parent there that just can't seem to like get over the fact that their kid's not very good at diving you know one of like the helicopter parents you know is it a lady or a guy it's a guy oh he's wearing like uh he's got slicked back hair He's wearing sunglasses indoors. He's got a foam finger. What? Yeah, he really loves diving. What color is it? Bright orange. Okay. Yeah. Is that the three kids in a van color? Or is no, that the is, Terry Gunderson color? It's neither one. Okay. Yeah. But his kids are the three kids in a van? Or he's- yeah, he's one of the three kids in a van. Okay, cool, dads. Cool. He actually owns brightorangegear.com, and it's, it's like your online resource for all of your bright orange gear. And is he wearing a bunch of it, or he just has the one? He's foam just figure. got the big foam figure. Okay, it's yeah, more yeah. of an advertisement piece for him than anything. I get it. So he's wearing it, and he just can't get that his kid is not very good at diving. Yeah, right. So you can see that he's getting frustrated, and that's kind of the thing that's keeping you going. It's like keeping you in the day. He's just like laughing at this dad who's getting so mad. Yeah, what a loser. Yeah, and at one point, his kid uh, goes to do a dive off the high dive, and uh, he falls. And he bounces off of the middle one. No. And then he bounces off the bottom one. <gasps> and then he uh, racks himself on like the, the rail that leads into the pool. Oh, no. Yeah. He vomits everywhere. He gets a zero. And his dad is just like so fucking mad. I don't think they'd give him a rating if he's... This guy sounds hurt. Yeah. I mean, they call the they call the ambulance. Dang. He's not good. 
But his dad's just like really mad. He goes, come on. My kid's trying. You can't even give him a point. Are you kidding me? And he starts, he starts like chanting, like, this is rigged. This is rigged. And nobody joins him. <laughs> oh, right. Man. And he's just so mad. He's not doing anything. He walks up to the judge. And he starts splashing the pool water in their face. Come on. They're kind of pissed off. And they're just like, they're like, dude, what are you doing? And then he opens his jacket and he has eight sticks of dynamite strapped to his chest. Oh, man. And he goes, you're going to give my kids a good score. or I'm going to blow this fucking place to bits. All right, I, I run up. I got my mop because I had the mop, and I run up, and he's he's right by the judge's table. Yeah, like he's right by the judge's table. And the judge's like, table is right next to the pool. Right so the I pool. run up. I'm running up with the with my mop stick, and I push him with the mop stick, and I push him into the pool. So you knock him into the pool, uh, and it's it's grabby. The, the dynamite is soaked and probably unstable at this point. Um, so but you end up like the uh, the momentum of your run kind of carries you in. No. And so you get in the pool. I too. take my phone out. And I throw it out real quick. <laughs> <laughs> you take your phone out. You throw it out. And it just kind of like hangs in the air for a second. And like your mop, the mop head catches it just as about it's about to clear to be like on the other side of the pool and pulls it back in oh, and it gets no. wet. And you kind of like look at your mop and you go, you motherfucker. Cause you and your mop have been getting into it a little bit lately. You haven't been on good terms and uh, you feel like this, it's kind of getting back at you. Cause there. you bought a new mop at home. Oh, you no. bought a spring loaded sponge mop. Yeah. And sometimes what you'll do is like, especially when the moon's full, you'll let the light come in through the window in your kitchen and you'll put on like a, like a crisscross CD. And you like mop to a crisscross. It just really gets you pumped up. And your mop knows it, and it's not happy. Yeah. So your mop pulls your phone into the pool. No. You're wrestling with his dad with the the bombs on his chest. And uh, I mean, you're like you're like wrestling under the water. I'm trying to get out of the pool. You're trying to get out of the pool. I'm trying to get out of this pool, man. So you wind up like wrestling with each other. It gets <laughs> it gets pretty erotic. And you guys like eventually climb out of the pool. And uh, when he looks down, like you. You don't feel it in your pocket anymore. Oh, no. You felt it the whole time. You know what I mean? You felt that that feather. The pendant. The pendant. Yeah, yeah. That made you feel like you were a bird. Yeah, yeah. You felt it in the there the whole time. Yeah, that's because I wore the same pants. And, and it's suddenly gone. And you look over <gasps> and you see that the dad is holding it in his hand. Yeah. And it's kind of like he's staring off in the distance and his eyes are glazed <laughs> over. And he kind of snaps back too. And he looks at you and he goes, you motherfucker. And then he puts the pendant around his neck and he uh, he turns into a bald eagle and he flies right, right through your chest and he rips your heart out with his beak. No! <laughs> and then, then the, the bomb goes off and kills everybody. <laughs> no! Everybody died. That nonprofit went to shit. Oh, God. <laughs> you you should have put the, the pendant on. I never put it on. No. I didn't know there was a chain. No. I thought it was just a solo pendant. It. Holding it. Oh, God. 